we're back on the rule of three. Uh, two comics, two different countries, three topics, ten minutes each. Uh, the international podcast that's sweeping the nation. It's the rule of three with, uh, uh, I'm your host, Tim Slegel. Uh, and always, Bent Washburn, uh, phoning it in from Germany. And, well, phoning it in, yes, literally <laughs> and figuratively. Definitely. <laughs> Funny it again, <laughs> and uh, and it's uh, it's another fact checker episode uh, coming coming to you from uh, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Mister Jeffrey Jenna is on the line, gentlemen. How are you, man? Hey, Jeff. We'll see. We'll see how we are. See how <laughs> we do, have been doing. <laughs> we uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Jeff joined us this morning, and uh, uh, ha- actually had a we can't say virus free. Uh, like we used to, because uh, we are now uh, possibly contagious. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, uh, time. Jeff uh, Jeff sent his kid off to school, and uh, he did what kids always do when they get sent off to school, and now he's got the COVID. Yeah, my uh, my son uh, left for school last Monday. Uh, in fact, I helped mm-hmm. him move. First of all, this is a thing, I, and, and Beth, I'm going to warn you about this. I don't know how old your daughter is. I think she's early she's teens. No, Nine. she's younger. Oh, My and, son's and your 15. Son's old. Yeah. Okay, yeah. your son is going to be going to college soon. Beware of this. So my son and his two buddies, they moved out of their house and into an apartment on the fourth floor of the apartment. And I agreed to help my son move his stuff into the apartment. And I said to him... <laughs> There is an elevator. He assured me. He assured me there was an elevator. So I go. I move the stuff in. We get there. No elevator. So we carry all his stuff up four flights of stairs, move him into his apartment. I go home. The next day, they're having a big mixer, a socially distanced mixer for the kids at the that have moved into the apartment complex. And the next day, he calls me and tells me he's not feeling well. And he got diagnosed oh. with the coronavirus. He does so have it. He has it. And po- tested positive. He's fine. He had a very sore throat, a headache, and a runny nose for about three days. And he's now already back to the point where he is complaining about having to quarantine and how stupid it is and how stupid online classes are. <laughs> and so I know he's, I know he's, because he's complaining so much, I know okay. he's well. I know he's okay. He's doing well. I, yeah. uh, I, I think, I think, I think a, 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 a sore throat and a headache is kind of common after, uh, after a mixer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like a hangover, actually. <laughs> no. And I've had How some old day hangovers. He? My son's actually he just turned uh, last week. Uh, the day, in fact, this may have something to do with the coronavirus. I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying it may have. The day after we moved him in, he turned 22. Oh. 22. So he's a, young. Yeah. College senior, but he's fine. And strangely enough, his two roommates, who are also forced by the school to quarantine with him in their apartment because they have obviously been exposed to him, neither one of them shows any symptoms or signs, even though they were at the same mixer that my son was at, and they were hanging around with him 
all the time. Well, share in an apartment. I mean, there's no way. There's and, and no way yeah, you can get away from the droplets it? if they you share in an apartment. They, neither one of them got it. Nope. Huh. So, hmm. uh, strange. Do they still have to quarantine, though? Yep. They have to quarantine until my son is symptom-free. Then, since they're not allowed out, they have to, those two guys, have to go and get a test and be tested as negative uh, before they're allowed to, like, roam free. But do they still have to quarantine for 14 days or just until the test results come back? Uh, the, the, well, once the 14 days are over, they can, okay. as soon as their test results are back. But they have to quarantine until, they have to stay in quarantine for uh, 14 days. Or, there's another thing, it's like my son read it to me last night, the rules. It's like they're so complex. It's 14 days or three days after you show no symptoms. So like, like, so as of like yesterday, my son hasn't had a fever for three days, still has a little bit of a sore throat, still has a little, uh, a little, uh, uh, runny nose, but no headache or no fever. And, but if his symptoms clear up three days after that, they can break quarantine because they figure he's no longer infectious. Hmm. Huh? And that's, it's all, who, yeah, it is weird. <laughs> it's very weird, but he's 22. So you knew he was, you knew probably that all in most likely he's fine. You know, he's, no, he's he fine. He's absolutely sick, fine. You know, yeah. he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right. I was never like, uh, of course, I was worried, but I was never like in fear that you know he's going to pass away or die or something. Yeah. So, but he's fine. And uh, I imagine and, you thought you were hauling his furniture up four flights of stairs. Yeah, he <laughs> I thought, thought I was you'd die. die. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you were yeah. pre- expressing some symptoms. You know, carried a queen, carried a queen size mattress up four flights of stairs. You know, oh, when you're in your late that's when you're not, in your late sixties, it's not fun. No, that's when he gets an air mattress. He doesn't get a mattress. That's what I say. Get a so, sleep on a floor. Yeah. He's, he's fine then. Good. Good. He's doing great. He's yeah. doing great. So, uh, but My, but you were afraid your daughter had it, right? She was nine, and and I knew she'd be fine, but I was afraid. At that time, it was just me and my two kids, and I was afraid, well, if I get it from her and it hits me pretty hard, and I really, I, I don't have any underlying, you know, disease. Right. I'm 55. I'm probably okay, but I very well could be flat on my back for a week or two. Then who right. would take care of these kids? And then we can't get on a plane to get to Germany. This was right before we are moving. So the logistics of it were just nuts. It, it was not fun. It was very stressful. But it turned out fine. She didn't have it. Yeah, the you test were came back. You were well, concerned that you were concerned that your kids would have to play weekend at Bernie's with you, getting you on the plane to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Is something wrong with him? Oh, oh no, no, he's fine. <laughs> Moving your hands. He's just cold. We were getting out of there. It was really hard. It was hard to. Uh, just na- navigate flying and traveling. Everything gets so complex with all this stuff. So difficult. How is it over there now? What are? Isn't it dying down a bit as far as infection rates and stuff? Uh, in the well, US? It's it's hard to say because the 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 news doesn't really want to report it. 
are they sick of reporting it or they don't want to say it's going down? Yeah. That's yeah. not news. It going down is not news. I mean, and, you, you know, that's, and they've got a and they've news, got a so. hurricane and uh, uh, Kenosha, oh, yeah, Kenosha burning down. So they've got uh, they got other things to talk about. And then now. California's on fire. You have uh, conventions left. At, yeah, yeah. So a few thousand lower cases is not news. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget there's an asteroid coming. So Is there an asteroid coming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shortly before shortly before election day. Yeah. yeah. But it's not gonna is it gonna hit us? Or? There's a like point zero zero four percent chance of it hitting the earth. But oh. and it's only the size of a school bus. <laughs> so it wouldn't oh. like be it wouldn't be an extinction level event. It oh. It would just be It'd be worse than the pandemic, probably. A school bus mm. worth of an asteroid. Nah. But it depends on how. A couple well, cold, a couple cold winters, maybe. What was that? A couple cold a couple winters. Cold... It, would, it would fix the whole global warming problem. Unless it hits your house, then I think. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 I, think, I think a lot of people are hoping to win that lottery right now. Uh, <laughs> I guess you'd have warning, wouldn't you? You'd be able to, uh, yeah, and you get to leave. Uh, yeah. Uh, Asteroid. Hey, it looks like it's going to hit Chicago. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Chicago gets a do-over then. They get a do-over. You know what I mean? They could do, so, well, L.A. could use one of those, just kind of like it, just to, so that they could come back and and organize things. I think it would be smart. It'd be good. <laughs> I'm. I shouldn't say that. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was about to go into how how New York might uh, might, might might fare well from it, but uh, we're at ten minutes. <laughs> We're back on the rule of three. Uh, we got the fact checker. So uh, uh, no idea what he's going to pull out. So I have no way to tease the future segments. Uh, <laughs> could be true. Could be false. He's pulling something out is what we're saying. He's calling them facts. That's what we're saying. <laughs> so uh, let, it, let it roll, Jeff. What did we, uh, well, what did we botch? Tim and, and Ben, uh, yeah. you know, on the very last episode that I listened to, which I believe is the last one posted about Ben moving to Germany, somebody, and I think it was Ben, mentioned the full Monty. And uh, Tim said, does that come from Monty Python? And yeah. Ben suggested, hey, we ought to put the fact checker on that. So yes. I got on it. And where does the full Monty come from? Well, it has nothing to do with Monty Python, first of all. But there are four, count them, four prevalent theories of where the expression the full Monty comes from. It's kind of... Uh, you know, not certain which one four? is true. Four. Four. Is four. one I of found... them a lab in Wuhan? Is that one of the places <laughs> of origin? 
or a, you're, a wet you're, market, a food you're wet market. Killing my punchline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Actually, okay. I found four theories uh, on various places on the internet. I will run them down in the order that I believe they. they the first one I'll give is the least. Uh, I think least likely. Uh, Least likely, and then the last one I think is the one that really where it really came from. That's just my opinion. I have no proof of that. But the first theory that I'll give you is uh, from an old card game in the in the early 1800s. It was called Monte, which in Spanish means the mountain, and uh, they would they would play this card game. And and the modern street game that you see, three card Monte, is a version of that card huh. game people would bet on where the a certain card was and then wherever the card was the person who was correct would get the monte or the pile of money was in the mon- middle and he would get the full monte huh. so that was the first theory that i that for that was one of the theories i came across i think that's the least likely it sounds a little iffy the second theory i came across is that in the mid 1800s there was a sheriff in london by the name of Montgomery, who was a pretty wild character and mm-hmm. would do a lot of crazy things. Sheriff, yeah. sheriff in England did not mean the same thing as sheriff here. Yeah, he was he was the Shire Reef. He was the Shire. The That's where the word sheriff comes from huh. from the old English. He was the the Reef was the like the king's or the lord's kind of man. Who yeah. made sure things the vassals and the serfs were behaving? The yeah, he was kind of like the he was kind of like the tax collector from the uh, from exactly the, uh, from the and biblical the, times. Wait, right. the Shire Reef right. turned he, into sheriff. Right, and the the reef oh. the, the the reef would go out into the village and make sure everything was the money was coming in and people were behaving and weren't plotting against the 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 lord or making the king sure, or whatever. Making sure the serfs are earning. <laughs> exactly right <laughs> and he was he was the reef for the shire or the shire reef from which our name sheriff the word sheriff comes from shire reef he was the reef uh but the london sheriff was and he was quite the character uh, uh but the next one which i think has the second most credence was that uh field marshal montgomery in the second world war uh would not go into battle without having a complete English breakfast in the morning. Uh, Uh, And among his soldiers, it was said that that, uh, when we go into battle, we always, before we go, we always have the full Monty breakfast. But this, and and that was pretty good, I thought. You know, I could see him, you know, heading down... I need a rasher of bacon and my eggs before I go kill some Nazis. Uh, so, but 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 isn't the full Monty? Isn't the full Monty appearing nude? Yeah, how do you no, go? No, no, well, how no, do you no, go no, bacon and eggs to nudity? We'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll okay. Get there. <laughs> okay. All right. Just relax, <laughs> fellas. Yeah, Wait just... for it. <laughs> so. Uh, then the last theory of where the term full Monty comes from was that after the Second World War, there was a clothier, a very kind of like a men's warehouse kind of deal named Montague Burton Suits. 
and they had locations all around London and uh, getting a suit from them, which would be a, a jacket, a vest and two pair of pants that was known as the full Monty. And here's why I think this one has the most credence because at the end of world war II, all of the soldiers and sailors in the British forces who were getting released from service were given by the government a voucher to go get civilian clothing. And the voucher they were given was the company that got the contract to supply those clothes was Montague Burton Suits. And they supplied every soldier and sailor who came out of the British forces at the end of World War II with one of their full Monty suits. And it was a saying among the men who came out, oh, I see you're wearing your full Monty because they all had kind of similar suits. Mm -hmm. Oh, So, but the upshot of all that is the full Monty then came to mean in the 70s that it kind of got transferred to mean like what we would say the whole nine yards or the whole kit and caboodle was just mean everything included. Uh, and when they talked about the movie, the full Monty meaning complete nudity, it's like, are, are we going to take off our clothes? We're going the full Monty. We're going all the way. You know, it was everything goes. Hmm. So it doesn't necessarily have to be about being naked. It just, it's all right. In. It's that's just true. all in. Something that's all in is the full Monty. You're, you're totally committed. Well, well, uh, no, no, no. Here, here's here's something interesting because I don't I don't know if you answered the question because it was in the seventies that it meant all in, that uh, that right. the full Monty meant all in. So that means that translated, that would mean all in Python, which could have inspired that meaning nudity. It could be uh, that Monty Python was uh, the well, origin the, of in, it meaning nudity. No, because in the movie they were they they brought up the conversation of how far they would go when they stripped. Right. Really, it's all they said. And then we will go all the way. We will go completely nude. We'll go full yeah. money. You know uh, what I mean? I mean it don't. I I think the movie is the thing that introduced the idea of it being nudity. Huh. Right. It, it, it was. It was the movie that introduced the concept of full Monty being like completely naked. Yeah. In but other words, they, they're going to full Monty strip, you know, all right. the way. Like in Utah, uh, clubs are not full Monty. They, they, they wear some, you know, different things. They, they just go down to jeans and tassels, whatever. Right. Yeah. But if, if yeah, you hire, if you right. hire, okay. if you hire a, a stripper for, uh, uh, for, for a bachelorette party in Canada, you can actually hire the full Mountie. The full... <laughs> Will the full Mountie go Monty? A full Monty Mountie. Oh, oh man. Uh... <laughs> we went all in on that one. <laughs> we went totally all in. Yeah, I think it's a good. All place. right, I think it's a good place to go all out as well. All out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now we know. We know. We learned.
the final segment of the Rule of Three. Uh, we've got uh, we've got the fact checker on. It's been a while since Jeff has been with us, so we're just gonna we're just gonna let him roll. What else you got, Jeff? Well, you know, uh, I was listening to the episode where Bent was talking about moving to Germany, and it's, I'm mm. sure it's quite an adventure, pretty hard. And you talked about an article, 30 Things You Don't Need. And I was just going to say that my wife and I are preparing, even though we have no plan in the immediate future, we are preparing to move out of our house that we have now into something smaller in the future. Uh, and here's what we're doing. Talk about 30 things you don't need. For a year now, every week we take a big black garbage, plastic garbage bag, and we fill it with stuff from our house and we just throw it away just clothes knickknacks whatever. you just go through the house and just do you, and anytime you put you're on a house, blindfold no no anytime you're in the house and you just see what, what what have i got this for what what is that here for throw it in the, in the big bag so we've we've thrown about mm-hmm. 50 30 gallon garbage bags out don't miss anything and we still have a house full of crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's a, a, a it's whole crazy. moving van full of stuff. And we got here to Germany, and I spent the day just wandering through piles of garbage. Like, what? why do I have this? Uh, <laughs> I know. Like, I'm sitting here where I'm sitting in my house right now. I'm looking at my entertainment center, and I'm looking at probably 400 CDs. That I oh, never listen to anymore. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Yeah. And, oh, and those can go away. And a pile of DVDs. You know, another two shelves full of DVDs. Uh, and yeah. It's like I don't yeah. watch them. Yeah, I don't. I nothing think, happens. I'm. A, yeah. I'm. I'm. Just, I'm ashamed to say I have not been able to part with my cassettes and VHS tapes yet. Yeah. Well, well those are still no... taking up space. They're still. Yeah, I could see Tim why you would hoard. For some reason, I don't know why I see that making sense that you would hold on <laughs> well, to eight it, tracks. Sure, you know, you know, Ben. I see Tim actually on an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> it, it, it may be at some point the final TV credit in his career. Very, I could see him installing close. an eight-track player in his car. <laughs> I actually, I had, a, I actually had a buddy. He bought a he bought a 1970 Impala. Uh, back when you could get a 1970 Impala pretty cheap and uh, convertible. And mm-hmm. uh, 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 did not – you don't want to – at the time, I think cassettes, maybe maybe CDs were, were, were just coming in to car stereos. And he didn't want to put a good car stereo in there because, you know, it's got a convertible top and the car stereo is not worth what the top is that somebody might go to get that – or right. you know, or if oh, you've got yeah, a bunch of yeah. CDs on the back seat, you know, you might sacrifice yeah. the top that way. So what he figured out is, I'll just keep the eight track. And at the time, you could go to a Goodwill and you could get eight <laughs> tracks. You could pick up, you know, a a, a crate for for a quarter because nobody wanted. <laughs> so he was just his, his so entire back seat. His entire back seat was just filled <laughs> with eight track tapes, and he could leave the top down. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, and then we have larger items. Like I, uh, I, I replaced my dishwasher in my kitchen, and so I have this giant dishwasher to get rid of. And we have a guy 
who comes by. Our garbage night is Sunday night. On Sunday night, we put our garbage out. And there's a guy who comes by in a big pickup truck, like in the early evening. He when comes all the by here, too. Probably the same he, guy. <laughs> it might be. But if you put anything out, like I put that dishwasher out. And I just set it out where, yeah. and now the garbage guys won't take that. But yeah. in an hour, it's gone. Yeah. Somebody oh, yeah. takes it. And so this is how I recycle now. Anything oh. that I don't want and don't want to deal with, I just put out by my garbage on Sunday and somebody yeah. takes it. It's, it's a, amazing. I put out a, I put out a chainsaw. It's, it's funny you should mention that. I put out a chainsaw and a leaf blower last what? night. What? Yeah. I had Did to get you just? I had to get a new chainsaw. I burned out my chainsaw after the storm. So, so you put out a burned out chainsaw. A burned out chainsaw. And a broken and a, leaf blower. And a burned out leaf blower, yeah. It's, uh, and somebody took them, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, uh, I Actually, I'm looking out the window. I can't see because they'd be too close to the ground. It's, uh, but this is interesting. A guy around the block put out two uh, 40-inch CRT television sets. And they sat there for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody, no. No, like one of those big ice cube, like right. big cube things. Yeah. No one's, no one's going to pick those no. up. No, I had a Sony Trinitron, which at one time was state-of-the-art oh, TV. Yeah, I remember the and, Trinitron. And, and I still had it, and it worked great. It still worked fantastic. But it just, you know, it took up. A massive amount of room. They're huge, yeah. I put it in my car, took it out to Goodwill, and they wouldn't take it. No, no. You've got to take them to the dump. Well, they won't take them at the dump either. What? No. Not here. Oh, yeah. We have a day here where, like, it's two days a year where they set up a place where you can take those kind of TVs, cathode ray tube computers, refrigerators yeah. and that and you like leave you take them there and they have special they have like this giant grinder truck i think that grinds them up it's weird yeah. and they send them to well, china I... they send them to china and a slave labor picks through them looking for all the <laughs> uh, all the gold all of, our, all of our data is that what you're gonna say there's no data <laughs> on there <laughs> did not get no data out of there I've seen piles or big stacks of the TVs at the the dump in Virginia. I saw them, and it was surreal to see all those TVs and think how jealous I would have been to own huh. any oh, one yeah. of those as a kid because we had this black and white number. Wasn't there an MTV garbage. video like that? Did, just a, just did. a huge stack of CRT TV sets. Could have been. Dark, I have no dark idea. Straits, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I have now. Look what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> you stumped the fact checker. Yeah, I gotta. I, now I have to look up that video for the next time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you had no idea. What? 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 what, what, what anyway. Hey, there, uh, here, yes, yes. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, uh, it's hard to get rid of garbage here in Germany. There's uh, four different cans. And it is like a very complex system for sorting the garbage. Very precise. Complex of for you. Complex for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Germans are good at sorting. <laughs> Got it down. And, and then 
this is one of those things, and every comic does this. You write things down thinking, oh, I'll know exactly what that means later. And then when you go back to it, you have no idea what it means. But (laughs) under the moving episode, I have this note written. Trophies. Bent, you could kill someone with an old trophy. In the I, what? <laughs> Maybe an old trophy. That's true. You know, that's that's what we were talking like about. Now we were, we were talking armor. about yeah yeah generation trophy. Is that oh. uh, is that now that you have participation trophies? They're plastic. They're plastic. Yeah. Whereas trophies we use when, when we were kids, oh. they they only gave oh. away three, and they those were clunky, solid. Metal. Yeah. You right. could tie it to a body and sink it they in were, a river. They were brass-plated lead, I think. Yeah. Hey, and then I'll I'll throw in this one last thing. Uh, for some reason, I have the Isaac Newton quote in here. Uh, you guys couldn't remember the quote exactly, so I have it. It's, if I have seen further, it is by standing on the shoulders of, of the, giants. Of giants, yeah. It's an Isaac Newton quote. It is. And that is the, I got that quote Right off Isaac Newton's homepage, so I, I know it's accurate. <laughs> ahead of his time, he, way uh, ahead of his time. Yeah, he had a, a homepage. He had a homepage. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want, if you want IsaacNewton.com, you gotta, you gotta get that request in early. <laughs> he, he, I think he put that request in in 1648. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that about takes us to the end. Thank you so much, Jeff, for uh, for, for for stopping in. Uh, hey, it's always a pleasure. Uh, I wish Bent all the best in Germany. I hope it goes well. And we didn't even get to Leonard Cohen. Yeah, oh, man, we could so, do a whole episode right, on Leonard whole, Cohen. We might have like, to. Cool, Jeff Buckley. Who knows? Yeah. See you later, Jeff. Gentlemen, it's always fun. Take care. You too, Jeff. And uh, that wraps it up for this segment, episode. And uh, if, if you uh, if you enjoy the show, give us a like on Facebook. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, other than that, uh, anything to say, Bent? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to bentwashburn.com, timslegel.com, too, for more information on either of us. Uh, other than that, I'll see you next week.